0: January 5th, Abraham, man of faith, Genesis 22. Faith in God is not always easy, even in the best of life circumstances. Sometimes we face trials or hardships that challenge us to the point of requiring more than just basic faith to get by. Other times God may ask us to do something uncomfortable or difficult that we do not understand the reason for at all. For example in the sixth chapter of the gospel of john jesus told his followers i am the bread of life this was easy enough as he had miraculously just fed over five thousand people from five loaves and two fish the day before however jesus went on to say that we must eat his flesh and drink his blood or we will not have life in us with the benefit of hindsight we know he was talking about holy communion believing in his death on the cross and resurrection from the dead, and how we remember his loving sacrifice for our sins every time we partake of the bread and the juice or wine. But those around Jesus at the time did not have benefit of this context. When they could not understand what he was saying, many simply chose to leave. Another example of faith is found in Exodus 14, when God freed the Israelites from Egypt but then led them to the edge of the Red Sea, where they were trapped by Pharaoh's army of chariots. As the Israelites now faced certain death, they could not know the reason God led them here, to prove to them his glory and faithfulness firsthand by parting the Red Sea and delivering them safely through it. They would later be able to look back on his deliverance and remember to turn to God whenever they faced a challenge or a threat. Perhaps the most difficult example of faith in the whole Bible is found in Genesis 22, Abraham had no context in which to understand why God was asking him to do a nearly impossible task, nor did he have any idea how important his obedience would be to God. Abraham was to face an extremely difficult decision, to either move forward in faith and obedience to God, or to turn away from him. In Genesis 22, verses 1 and 2, we we read, After these things God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, Here I am. He said, Take your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. This request was impossible, unthinkable. That is the reaction these words bring to me or would to anyone. What could God possibly be asking here? Isn't God loving? Isn't God reasonable? After waiting 25 years for their promised, cherished son Isaac, born to Sarah and Abraham beyond their childbearing years, foretold to be the father of so many, they could not be counted. Now the Lord wants them to be sacrificed as a burnt offering? Absolutely unthinkable. What possible reason could the Lord have for ordering this? Is this some mad idea? Well, spoiler alert, God stops Abraham before he goes through with it. Before we give totally give up on God's sanity, there are two clues in these verses. The first is a mountain, which I shall show you in the land of Moriah. The second is a burnt offering. Mount Moriah is where the Lord will direct the temple of God to be built many centuries after Abraham, but it is also where God's God's only begotten cherished son, Jesus, will be crucified as an offering for the sins of the world. It is a very holy place set apart for God. It is also in our future where the new Jerusalem will serve as the eternal earthly throne of Jesus Christ future ruler of the entire world as described in chapter 21 of the book of Revelation. The second clue in the God's command to Abraham is the phrase burnt offering. A burnt offering in the Old Testament is where one life, an innocent animal, was sacrificed and burned to bear the judgment and punishment for the sins of another person. In God's holy creation, there must be a penalty paid for sin or disobedience to God and his law. And the penalty for sin... Is death, as Hebrews nine twenty two says, without the shedding of blood, there is no remedy or removal of sin. In Romans six twenty three tells us that the wages of sin is death, and wages must be paid for one to be made holy, set apart from sin before God. Initially, innocent animals were sacrificed to temporarily cover, temporarily cover the sins of people, but ultimately God Himself would provide the sacrifice to suffer, die, and pay the penalty for all our sins. In effect, God is not asking Abraham to do anything that God will not do for us in Abraham's future. The big difference is God stopped Abraham, whereas Jesus went through to the cross for us. God is a loving God, and he's asking Abraham to be willing to share in the pain that God will experience himself when Jesus is beaten and crucified for our sake. And without knowing the reason or result, Abraham would exhibit an extraordinary willingness to obey God even under this most extreme and mysterious of circumstances. It was a magnificent demonstration of faith and faithfulness, second only to that exhibited by Jesus Christ when he surrendered himself on the cross. During these three days that Abraham journeyed, Isaac was apparently unaware of what was happening, and his innocence must have only added to the burden Abraham felt in his heart. In like manner, how God the Father must have been deeply troubled as the totally innocent Jesus voluntarily went to his suffering and crucifixion crucifixion for our eternal well-being and salvation. The love of God for us exceeded his suffering and grief. The obedience of Abraham might even have served as an emotional support as Jesus faced the cross because of his love. So in closing, a reflection. What is one of the hardest things God has ever asked you to do and how did you bear up under it? Do you currently have a loved one in a difficult situation, one that you would gladly take their place and exchange their place with? Despite many failings in his own life, Abraham is known forever as the man of faith. His greatest moment of coming to Mount Moriah, despite despite the most difficult circumstances, was in a sense his time of coming to the cross. Let us pray. Father God, we come to the cross of Jesus Christ for complete forgiveness and eternal life with you. And we walk with Jesus today in peace and in joy, with faith, grateful for the blessings that you give us each day. Help us to obey your voice. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.